Hello and welcome to My Cat the Podcast, the show where each episode I talk with a different guest about a cat that has changed their lives. I'm your host, Mark Ahrens, and today on the podcast, I'll be talking to Asif about his rescue cat, Phoebe. Originally from Pakistan, Asif lives in southwest London with his partner, Elena, and works in financial services. They both lived with pets growing up. Asif cared for his cat, Yo-Yo, as a child in Pakistan, whereas Elena grew up with Siamese cat, Tutski, in Bulgaria. I first met Asif when he got in touch to ask for some help with Phoebe, who has Kalichi virus and suffers from separation anxiety. The bond between the two of them was so clear to see from the first moment, and I was very happy when he agreed to share their story on the podcast today. So, without further ado, here's Asif talking to me about his cat Phoebe. How's she doing at the moment? Phoebe's fine. I mean, uh, as you know, she has Kaliki. So with Kaliki virus, it's respiratory in nature, but it can affect different areas of the cat's body. With us, we got the luck that it's normally her dental area. And she had gingivitis and red gums from time to time. We're lucky that we brought her over from Bulgaria because vets over here were able to better diagnose her quickly diagnose her and as long as things like Kaliki are managed they could be they could make the pet's life easier so she's had a couple of procedures tooth extractions they've gone fine but uh yeah other than Kaliki Phoebe has been fine uh that has been one of the challenges where because there's no set treatment for it but we're glad that she's in London now and we're glad that we are able to support her in her you know in her uh, in her treatments, whatever it's needed. Um, tell us a bit about Kalichi virus. Does the vet think that will impact her quality of life going forwards or her um, life expectancy in any way? So as far as the vet told us, to me and my partner, it will not affect her overall life expectancy. It might affect her quality of life in the sense that sometimes if she gets these flare-ups in her gums, they might become painful. And the vets also mentioned that you will see signs of her being in pain. Till now, we haven't seen any. And we've been ahead of the curve. We've been ahead of the game in the sense that as soon as the vet detects something, the gums are turning red. The vets are really proactive and saying maybe tooth extraction is the best way forward. So in terms of life expectancy, we don't think so. In terms of quality of life, we've been told that she may get pain on and off. There's no evidence to suggest that for now because she's okay with dry food. She's okay. She's very playful in nature. She sleeps properly. No other health issues. Down the future, it's just something we have to monitor. We're going to the vet more often than usual. That's what's changed. Rather than doing our yearly annual health, we go to the vet every three months. To make it a bit more comfortable for her, we, we do like three months after every quarter, we go to the vet. The next quarter, the vet comes home. So we've arranged home visits as well, so it's not as stressful for her. Uh, because with these things, you never know how how bad the situation might get. Till now, it's been good. 
take us back to how this all started. How did Phoebe become part of your life? So my partner and I had cats in the past. So I had a cat back home in Pakistan. Elena had a cat back home in uh, Bulgaria. And then we were in a small flat right across the road. At that point, we were like, we're probably not going to get a cat. When we moved to this space, we thought, okay, we'd consider getting a cat now. Uh, we wanted to adopt. And Elena was really firm that if you're getting a cat, you have to rescue or adopt a cat. And we just, through our social circle, through searching online, we found it very difficult for a couple in our situation who did not have a history of ha- owning a pet in UK. We do not have outs- outdoor space, as you can see, it's a top floor flat as well. We found it very difficult. The adoption route within UK was going to be very difficult. Luckily, Elena's parents back home, they live in a small village in Bulgaria. They have six outdoor cats and they are used to rescuing cats from the street and then making them a part of their home. And then they live, you know, comfortably there. Uh, so finally, we we said to Elena's parents that if you find someone, if you find a cat which is which you think will be a good fit for us, please go ahead. And Elena's mother basically said that, well, there is a, you know, there is a bunch which always hang around the bins and they're searching the bins of the neighborhood from time to time and I'll try getting one. So one day, Phoebe and her brother and sisters were going through the bin. Elena's mom went out on the street and uh, all of the kittens were probably afraid. They made a run for it. Phoebe got stuck in a hedge. And once she, when she was stuck in a hedge, she just looked at Elena's mother and Elena's mom kind of knew that, you know, this is the cat for us. And since then, she's been an indoor cat. Even in Bulgaria, she was always indoor. Uh, she wasn't She wasn't let out because they knew that it was in Bulgaria for a temporary period. And they knew that it would be an indoor cat when it moves to London. So, yeah, uh, that's how we found Phoebe. <laughs> yeah. How old was she at that point? I'd say four, three to four weeks. Very, very tiny, very small. So did Elena's mother have to continue with hand rearing at all or was she able to eat food by that point? She was able to eat food. She was, I mean, Elena's mom did a really good job of getting wet food, uh, getting everything possible for her. But yeah, she was able to eat food by then. Yeah. So then you went through the process of bringing her over. Yeah. Elena's parents did a great job of raising her for good part of four, three to four months. Uh, and then, yeah, we got in touch with a transport company who transport pets on a regular basis from Bulgaria to London. And it was a two and a half or a three day journey. Did she have to quarantine? No, no. Uh, she had her passport uh, and she had her vaccinations done. So there was no need for quarantine. It wasn't air travel. Um, there was no need for a quarantine. And at what point was the diagnosis made of Kalichi? So Phoebe came here. Uh, we took her to the vet for an initial checkup. Everything seemed fine. We took her to the vet for her spay because she was six months old by that time. And again, at the time of spay, everything looked fine. Five, six days after her spaying, the doctor noticed some signs of gingivitis. And he said, monitor the situation because apparently dental disease is very common in cats. So we monitored it more. We found a little bit of redness on the left side of her gums as well. 
So we took her to the doctor again after one month. And the doctor said that the, the teeth on the extreme left part of her mouth, they were turning from like, you can tell that they were getting rotten. And the doctor said it's best to surgically remove them. And uh, Elena suggested that, why don't we test? Why do we need to do this? So the doctor said, yes, once she's knocked out, once she's under anesthesia, we can take a sample and we can see if there's a possibility of cliquey virus. So the vet was also onto it. And the result came in 14 days because apparently it's a very thorough test that they have to do. So took some took some teeth out. She was recovering in the meanwhile. The results came at the same time and the vets confirmed that indeed it was cliquey virus, which was basically causing inflammations, making her gums red, making her teeth, you know, damaging her teeth from time to time. So that's how the diagnosis came about. And since then, we decided that, you know, every quarter, we'll just take her to the vet or we'll ask the vet for a home visit, whatever is best for her. And since then, we've been regularly monitoring the situation. So that's how the diagnosis came about. Once she came over, how was that? Settling in a cat in your new home? It was fine. Like, you've met her. You'll, you've looked after her, like, three, four times. She's really sociable. She loves humans. She just loves company. Uh, I don't think if humans is the right word. I think if he, she had a pet friend, she'd be the same. So immediately when she came, uh, she just, you know, because we had seen her in the summer. We had seen her in September, yes, before she came. So she kind of already knew us. And again, due to her nature and due to her personality she gets along with people so as soon as she came she immediately used the litter fine she immediately started eating fine it wasn't that difficult a process to acquaint her to her new surroundings uh yes the space was smaller so that was a challenge so we had to decide how do we enrich what we have here but it wasn't difficult uh i'll be honest uh, and i think that's more on phoebe than on us She's just such a good-natured and just a sociable cat that we didn't find it difficult for her to occur to us. There were other challenges, which we can go through later, like separation anxiety, etc. Probably the acquaintance was too strong. <laughs> you can say that the bond became too strong too soon. Uh, but yeah, it wasn't a, it wasn't a challenge. We, uh, we had the right food. We had the right sources available. We already knew where we were going to put her litter box. So she she does really well in new surroundings. Well, you've brought it up. Um, when did you start to notice that there was separation anxiety problems? So it was prob- probably self-inflicted because a little bit of it was self-inflicted. Uh, because as soon as she came, we decided that she's had a stressful two and a half or a three day journey. So we said that when we do our work from home, we'll make sure one of us is with her at all times. So the first one and a half, two months, we were just working from home, but someone was always with Phoebe. And then we we bought these cameras because we saw a lot of YouTube channels that it's good to monitor your cat when you're outside. So we would notice the occasional vocalizations when we were out. They would last three, four minutes. Uh, it was one day, and I shared that video clip with you as well when we sought your help to help us. Uh, it was basically, the circumstances are important because Elena and her aunt, who again Phoebe sees regularly, they were going, they were flying away and Phoebe had just woken up 
and they had these big bags ready to go. Phoebe was very active in a very playful mood. When they had these big bags and Uber came, they rushed downstairs. We didn't realize it'll be this pronounced, the reaction. But when she was active and really playful and she saw those big bags going out, something just switched inside her and we saw the vocalizations, the crying, lasting for about a good 12 to 14 minutes. And then we, when we saw some YouTube videos and we, you know, like we always do, we searched the internet for separation anxiety. She was showing some clear signs of it. You know, this is the toy she came with from Bulgaria. She was this hedgehog. She was playing with this. She was over grooming herself. She was going in a tunnel to find a safe space. And we saw all these signs as classic separation anxiety signs when we were searching about these. So that is when we realized that this is probably a little bit more of an issue than we had initially thought it was. And that's when we decided to, you know, use help and, you know, make it better for her. And then we realized, we realized that if both of us are going to work, maybe if it's 10, 12 hours of us being out, we probably need a cat sitter just to give her company. And yeah, that's when we realized it. It's a lot better now, but that is when we realized, when we saw that clear footage for 12 to 14 minutes of vocalization and the classic signs of separation anxiety. So this lovely thing that you've just shown me, that's her hedgehog toy from Bulgaria. Bulgaria. And I think, again, we don't know the story behind it. Maybe Elena's aunt got it for her, but it traveled with her uh, from Bulgaria. This was the only toy which traveled with her. She brings this toy next to the bed. When we take her to the vet, this toy is in the bag or her carrier. Uh, so this has just been with her. She doesn't overly play with it. It's not like, it's not a playful toy. Like she doesn't chase it like she does with the other toys. It just reminds her of, you know, home or security or whatever. So yeah, that's when we realized that because all the toys, you see her toy box over here. So she had managed to search through it and get this thing out and then just be near it during the course of the separation anxiety video which we saw like that incident it's amazing it's a little comfort blanket i'll um i'll post a picture of that online so people can see it it's a really of course yeah i mean it's nothing special about it you can see it's pretty worn out as well but it reminds her of something or it's what you said it's her safety blanket yeah yeah it's a beautiful little thing um so she's here She's settled in. You've realized there's some problems, Kalichi separation anxiety. You've done a really good job at trying to get on top of those problems. I've actually always been impressed by you and Elena, the way that you confront problems, try and seek solutions, and then when sent advice, you really go and do your research. I've always really admired that about you guys as um, cat guardians. Mm-hmm. Um, so you hit a point where you're kind of on top of these issues. How then has that relationship continued to develop up until this point between you? It, it's definitely strengthened the relationship with us and Phoebe. Uh, definitely. All the, all the help we've got from you, all the help we've got from researching on our own, it's definitely helped our relationship with Phoebe as well because when we leave now, she doesn't feel abandoned. There's always a sense of security that we will come back. And one advice which you gave as well was uh, finding those triggers which cause separation anxiety. So when she's in a playful mood, we've learned 
not to leave her because denying her play requests is something she's still not comfortable with you know when your cat wants to play so definitely the relationship is stronger now she realizes that we won't just leave her we won't leave the house without making sure there is enough for her to keep herself occupied and enriching the environment was one step tiring her out before we leave the house is another thing which keeps her calm and then we have pushed the boundaries leaving her out for 6 8 10 hours and she's much better but i think that has generally improved the relationship how we managed her separation anxiety probably in her mind gave her a little bit more confidence that these guardians <laughs> these parents are probably looking after me and if they are leaving the house they are ensuring that they'll be back and overall yeah it's a it's a very good relationship i still think there is some room for us to improve there is always room to improve but we can say we are, we have tried our best how would you say having phoebe in your life has changed you i think it's made us more responsible definitely i mean i definitely got in touch with a softer side to me which i didn't know existed before i got phoebe uh i mean the paternal the paternal instincts i think as soon as we got phoebe it was just like a a switch um i think that's changed a lot i think mental health is definitely a remarkable improvement in mental health at the end of the day having someone like phoebe you know just the purrs and you know just her cuddling up to us after a long day's worth of work they made a remarkable difference at the same time uh, it's also made us more responsible as individuals you know we plan our life better now it's quite surprising but as soon as you get a pet you become more organized because having a pet when we were kids growing up is not the same because this is our pet now uh you know it's changed our outlook on what do we want to do with our lives after we retire you know stuff like do you we want to volunteer for an animal shelter in the future etc i think it's been a massive improvement it's been a lot of hard work and as a kitten it's been a lot of you know how kittens are it's been a lot of the quality of sleep wasn't that good but the quality of mental health was definitely miles better especially doing very long hours uh those one and a half two years in covid uh i think having a having a pet was really really a good move for us as you say it really is a different experience from childhood pets it enriches you in a way that i had never really thought possible and as you say it opens up the door to a different level of responsibility but that with that comes a different level of worry and anxiety and how has that been i'm i'm paranoid monster like i i am really paranoid elena is the calm one i'm always worried that each time a window is open for like too long i just say elena you know like it's that immediate reaction you know like uh, and one night luckily this year hasn't been that hot one night we decided to open the windows a little bit and then we heard a you know the window opening a bit too much i woke up and my first reaction was where's phoebe so yeah i mean it does cause a little bit of anxiety and then sometimes i can get too you know when when we leave her i monitor the camera too much now because we have seen her once with her episode where we saw clear case of separation anxiety 
it does cause anxiety in me as well and i have discussed it with elena as well that it's not just phoebe's anxiety it's my anxiety as well and what's changed there's some things which i told you mental health etc it's amazing benefits there's also some sacrifices we haven't gone on a holiday together since we got phoebe either elena goes on a holiday or i go on a holiday our first next holiday together is in december where we are traveling together but again we'll reach out to individuals like you we've reached out to elena's aunt who'll come and stay over here so yeah i mean your plans change but yeah sometimes yes the anxiety is is an effect but there's no regrets wouldn't change anything guess <laughs> love to see how here yeah, how it's had such a huge impact on you what impact would you say that you and elena have had on phoebe's life she was as you know she was in a small village in novi pazar it's a very small town in bulgaria and i'd say if she wasn't brought here things like the kaliki virus would have never been diagnosed that early so we're glad that we were able to bring her here she's looked after really well because she gets regular vet visits she has a comfortable home i hope she likes us but i definitely think we've had a good impact on her life she's always comfortable she's always confident she always likes to meet new people given her personality i think she would have done well wherever she is but from a purely health perspective i think we have changed her life for the better could you imagine your life now without her absolutely not absolutely not no i i couldn't imagine my life without phoebe and elena would have the same response it's just the impact she's on had on our lives how quickly we've become so attached and we'll actually look forward to having a future with her as long as that as long as time allows us because obviously cats don't live as long as us but yeah we do not imagine a future where we haven't planned or taken phoebe into account even if we were to move to a house from a flat the discussion is how will the environment be for phoebe every holiday the discussion is is someone available to look after phoebe so it's had a big impact on us and we do not expect anything in the future to not have phoebe in consideration hopefully for a long time <laughs> thank you vasif that's yeah. right yeah no worries yeah I always enjoy my conversations with Asif. I guess in many ways I see reflections of my first experience of cat adoption in the way that his life has been changed by Phoebe. From the sacrifices, anxieties and increased sense of responsibility to getting in touch with a softer paternal side along with overall improvements in mental health. The benefits to pet ownership have been studied extensively and are well documented. Their companionship can help reduce stress, anxiety and feelings of isolation, whilst the structure and routine of their daily care can help you feel more focused, grounded and give your day a greater sense of purpose. It's no wonder so many of us turned to pet adoption during the pandemic. 
ultimately, it's a mutually beneficial relationship. Take good care of them, and they'll do the same for you in return. I'm sure Asif would agree that the love, attention, and care that he gives to Phoebe comes back to him with significant interest. And as for Phoebe, there is little doubt that Asif, Elena, and her parents saved her life. The chance of survival for such a tiny kitten on the streets is low, and sadly, Elena's mother reported that none of Phoebe's siblings made it through to adulthood. Getting stuck in that hedge gave her a chance of life, and the loving family that she now relies so heavily upon. Asif's determination to understand the physical ailment Phoebe inherited and the behavioural challenges she developed helped bring them closer together, strengthened their bond, and ensured that the building of this relationship has been a truly life-enriching experience for them both. Thanks for listening. Please feel free to spread the word. Like, subscribe, share with your friends, follow us on social media. And if you have any comments, questions, or you'd like to share your own cat story, please get in touch at mycatthepodcast at gmail.com or drop me a message on Instagram. I hope to hear from you soon. But until then, join me next time for more cat tales on My Cat the Podcast. Meow for now.